This is the Visionary Founders Podcast, helping founders to activate their biggest visions, create extraordinary lives and businesses, and to make a difference in the world. I'm Lisa Mitchell, and I'll be sharing everything you need to lay the foundations and growth to create a legacy. In this show, you'll learn the practical and profound changes to make in yourself and your business to have the impact you desire, because you are a visionary founder. Welcome to this episode. So today I'm going to be talking about how to be the creator of your reality. And this is one of the most powerful and truly transformational lessons that I've learned in my life, both personally and professionally, and that I teach others in my work. So the brilliant thing about becoming a creator of your reality is when you do that, honestly, everything changes and you're really in true power. So I know without a shadow of a doubt that everything that happens in my life, everything that appears around me, all the the great things and all the things that challenge me and confront me and trigger me are all a result of me and my energy and the creation of my reality. And that can feel a bit confronting at first when I say that, because if you're the creator of your reality, you really have nowhere to hide. <laughs> you know, that it's brilliant when things are going well. Oh my gosh, look what I created. Isn't this great? But it's also being responsible when things happen in your life that you're less enamored with, you know, or somebody turns up that's really triggering you or life doesn't seem to be your going your way. Can you accept in those circumstances at those times that you're also the creator of that reality? And I coined this phrase a little while ago when I was talking to a client about radical self-responsibility. And really, when we're talking about being the creator of our realities, we're talking about radical self-responsibility because it's taking responsibility for everything. And I've talked before about how we live consciously. The majority of our time in our lives as human beings, we're not operating consciously. We're unconscious of what we're creating around us. And so we assume it's chance or luck or circumstances, but it really isn't. It's what you're creating consciously or unconsciously. And obviously, the more conscious that we can get, the more we know what we're creating, the more we can be curious about it, because curiosity is also an amazing muscle to develop, right? So if I'm curious, if something happens to me, and rather than going, oh my God, I can't believe that's happened again, I can say, huh, interesting. What's brought that into my reality? What am I creating? Where's my vibration at? that actually I'm bringing that into my life. And so that can feel a bit confronting at first because it's not our usual way of doing things. It's unusual in the standard way of living life. You have to let go of blaming and judging others. And you have to really step into a place where you're prepared to look at yourself and look at the bits that you love and look at the bits that maybe you don't love so much and are more challenging and confronting for you. But the amazing thing is that there's no blaming others. There's no bad luck. There's just what you create with your energy and your actions. And I say, when you know that, then that's true power. So what I realized a few years ago is that true power comes from knowing that you determine everything in your life. And I define true power as being beyond circumstantial power. So most of us live in circumstantial power. You feel good when your life is going well. You know, when you've got clients in your business, when everything is flowing, when you've had a great weekend, when you meet a new partner in your life, when circumstances are good. 
But the question is, can you feel that sense of power and happiness, even if the circumstances don't line up? Can you feel happy and maybe happy is not the right word. Can you feel satisfied and know you're on the right track when circumstances are not lining up around you? And for those of you who followed my personal story, you'll know that I have been going through a divorce for the last couple of years. And that was the most challenging and transformational time of my life. Now, again, would I have chosen to go through a what felt to me like quite a protracted divorce? No. Can I see when I've looked at it, when I've really examined myself and who I was in that relationship and who I was in that marriage, can I see what I created? Absolutely. And I had this transformational moment when I was traveling to London and I was sitting on the tube and I was actually going to a place called Alternatives, which if you are in the UK, you might have heard of in London, they run lots of alternative events. And I was going to go and see a guy called Lee Harris. And I was in the midst of the divorce and it was, oh my gosh, it was really challenging. And I sat on the tube and it was quite quiet. It was early on a Sunday morning, I think. And I sat there on the tube and I just realized all of a sudden that I felt happy. And I had this wave of happiness go over me. And I thought, gosh, that's extraordinary because the circumstance of my life would not say that I'm going to be really happy right now. But I realized that I had cultivated this ability to be happy no matter what. And people would often say to me, gosh, how do you stay so positive? How do you stay so optimistic in the midst of all this SHIT going on in your life. And I think some people thought that maybe I was kind of like putting it on or forcing myself to be optimistic or something, but I really wasn't. You know, I cried a lot in that time. I allowed all the emotions to come out. But actually what I realized was that it was in my power to be happy. And what I'd been doing was actually giving my power away to my ex So that if he played up, if he didn't go along with my plans, if we had an argument, then I'd given him the power to affect my state and my energy and what I created in my life. And it was really the big gift in my divorce was that I realized that I didn't have to do that, that that was down to me. Actually, I could choose whether I give my power away or not. And I choose not. So that's been such a transformational experience for me that I feel even more strongly now that we as human beings, and especially as visionaries, need to be the creator of our realities. We need to be able to know that we can create exactly what we want and we we do. And we also create the, in inverted commas, the negative side of that when either we're not conscious or the stuff that isn't healed in us that we need to work through. And we see those things because they need to be worked through. So the other thing that being the creator of your reality does and taking radical self-responsibility is that it redefines your relationships. Because you can feel that when I talk about my ex-husband and I, it is so easy to blame other people, right? (laughs) To, To say, oh, well, you know, I was okay until that person did that. Or you know, that person's behaving really badly because they don't respect me or, you know, they don't give me the time I need or whatever. It's so easy to go into blame and to see it as somebody else's fault. And the reality is it doesn't matter really whether they're behaving well or not. It's kind of irrelevant. 
what matters is that you can stay in your own energetic, in your own space, and you can be you and you can choose your reaction. So if you're being triggered by people and events around you, the reality is that that's your choice. So again, this is provoking probably, but it is your choice. If somebody is triggering you, you're choosing to allow them to be triggered, allowing them to trigger you and for you to be triggered. And also you're not looking at the pieces that need to be healed because a trigger, being angry, being frustrated about something or somebody just shows that there's some stuff that you need to deal with. And again, you can feel the big shift in that if you live your life from that place of actually it's about me, not them. And me blaming them just creates a negative energy and a different dynamic in it that isn't necessary. So this is an energetic game. We're all energy. And when we shift our energy, circumstances around us line up. Let me say that again. So when we shift our energy, circumstances around us line up. And often what we do is we wait for circumstances to line up and then we'll take the move. So people will say to me, well, I really want to create my own business, but you know, I don't have the money yet. So I'm going to wait until I've got the money and then I'll start my own business. Or, you know, I really want to be in a great relationship, but I can't leave this relationship because of the kids. So I'll stay here and then eventually I'll be happy. It doesn't work. You have to shift your energy first and start moving in that direction. And then you'll find the circumstances line up. And I've seen that time and time again in my life. When I wanted to move to the coast to move to Bournemouth, again, as part of my divorce, my husband originally opposed it. And I blamed him and I got frustrated and I and I was furious. And, and I used to live in the countryside at that time. And I had a big field opposite my house. And one morning at literally about five o'clock in the morning, I couldn't sleep because I was so frustrated with the whole thing. And I went in this field and I just ranted. I just literally got everything out. There was a lot of like swearing and effing and blinding and whatever. And then I moved into ranting about how frustrated I was with myself that I created this situation and that I wasn't in my power, that I was allowing him to determine my reality because I, you know, quite frankly, I should know better. And then I had this moment again, this realization that dropped in when I realized that I was actually avoiding the move, that I was giving my power away to him because I was frightened of the move, actually. And when I realized that and I realized what I was doing, I just let it go. I just claimed the move. I was like, okay, I'm going and I'm just going to figure it out as I go. And there are no pieces lined up and I don't know how the hell this is all going to work out, but I'm just going to make the move anyway. And my daughter went to see her dad the next day and she came back and she said to me, and just in passing, oh, mummy, daddy's agreed to the move to Bournemouth. And he had. And that was in no way on the cards. And I just laughed to myself. I was like, oh my God, this stuff works. <laughs> I've used it in my business a lot too. You know, every so often I kind of up-level myself in the business. I take a big some leap. And last year I decided that I really wanted to call in a different level of clients, to work with people who had massive impact to really work with people who were up for creating massive change in the world. And I set that intention and I visualized that person and I talked about it and I told everybody that's what I was going to do. And I kind of claimed that new level of myself to work with those people so that my work would be different in the world. And literally about three, four weeks later, I got a, an email from somebody that I hadn't even spoken to for about six, seven years. She'd done a program with me years ago 
making an introduction to me to somebody who has literally created a transformation in my business. I've called in amounts of money in my business. I mean, I could go on and on, but I want you to know, I'm telling you these examples, not to sort of, you know, big myself up, but but to say, look, this is possible. I know it's possible because I've experienced it personally. And I've said this before, that my purpose in this podcast is to share my experience so you know it's possible. And I live and breathe my work in my life and business. And I experience it for myself first so that I know how to teach it to others. So you will have felt this probably in your business and or your life, that when you have a strong vision, when you can see it, when you can taste it, when you can feel it, it starts to come into being. You know, maybe you've had that experience where you've kind of desired something so much that somehow the pieces seem to magically line up. You get a phone call from somebody or you bump into somebody and you think, gosh, that's weird. I was only thinking about them this morning. Or I was only kind of like thinking I'd love to work with a beauty company and then that beauty company comes into play, right? So I've talked about somebody before called Dr. Joe Dispenza, and I wanted to recommend a book. I'm listening to it on Audible, actually, called Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself. And there'll be a link with this podcast. But what he talks a lot is about the science of energy and how things happen. And that, you know, some extraordinary examples of where we create change just by thought and feeling alone. And that the combination of thought and feeling is so powerful. You know, that people have literally created changes in their DNA just by thought and feeling, that people have cured themselves from cancer, that they've done experiments where people do exercise and some people just think and feel about exercise. And the people that didn't even do the exercise saw changes in their muscles. I mean, it's really quite extraordinary what we can do and what we can manifest when we project that energy signature out into the field. So we make our future reality happen, when we make that more real than our current reality, it starts to come into play. So you may be nodding and going, yeah, I get that. I've read about this. I totally get it. And you may be thinking, oh my Lordy, what on earth is she talking about? (laughs) So it can sound sort of a bit out there if you're not exposed to this world, if you haven't been learning and growing in this field for a while as I have. But actually it's what visionaries do. It's what you do as a visionary founder. You hold a space for the future vision. You see it. You can literally see it like it's happened already, like it's possible. And you can stretch into that vision and you start to take action from there. And lo and behold, what happens? The pieces line up, right? The manifestation starts to happen. And it's why visionaries often do things that other people think are impossible. You know, I've said before that people look at the stuff that visionaries are up to and go, they're crazy. Like that is never going to happen. People don't want that. How is that even possible? And yet they make it happen and the right circumstances line up and the people line up because we're in that energetic. We can feel it and see it and taste it and believe it. And we know we can do it. And they just don't see obstacles and failures as real obstacles. They're just steps along the way. It's kind of like, you know, like the world seems to work in their favor. And again, I want to just mention a Jim Carrey video that I love, which is an interview with Oprah from quite a long time ago now. I think it's 1997, where he wrote a check to himself for $10 million. And at the time he was an out-of-work actor, he literally had nothing. But he used to go and sit on the Hollywood Hills and he used to connect to who he was going to be and that he would be in demand and that these great directors would want to work with him and he was going to get paid a check for $10 million. And he set a time frame of 1995 for this to happen. 
And lo and behold, just before Thanksgiving in 1995, which was the date he'd set, he was given a $10 million check for Dumb and Dumber. And I love that story. If you haven't watched videos by Jim Carrey, do. He's a really interesting character. He's really delved into this whole world of energy and consciousness. And I find him really inspiring and a bit of an Oprah fan too. So again, I'll put a link to that video and you can watch it on YouTube. But again, it's just evidence. Our brain sometimes needs evidence and go, oh, they did it. So maybe I can do it. I can see how that might be possible. I can see how I can move in this direction. And then we make it possible for ourselves. It's already possible. It's already out there waiting to come through. We just have to get out of our own way often to create it. So I do want to say that, you know, this could happen instantaneously, but my experience is that it tends to be a journey, not a sprint, because we have our logical ways of thinking. And particularly for me, the way I was brought up, and maybe you too, and educated or not educated, <laughs> is that we get this knocked out of us, that we we are brought up to believe there's a logical progression, that we do this and we go here and we work hard and therefore we get X, Y, and Z. So we need to move out of that reality and accept that there are other ways of doing things that we can just create from our energy, that we do that all the time. It's just the most of the time we do that unconsciously. And as a visionary, it's about connecting to what you really desire. And this is what I do a lot when I first work with my clients is to get them to just say, but what is it that you really want? Like if you took all the limitations off, if you could literally create overnight this thing that you're most passionate about, that will create the impact that you want to create, that is just extraordinary, what would that be? And get them to really claim that thing that's sitting in their heart and soul that they just haven't quite admitted consciously to themselves yet. And then it's looking at what's the kind of interference, as I call it. So imagine that beautiful, clear signal of the desire. And then imagine that there's the old beliefs, behaviors, those voices in your head that says, but you know, what if it's not possible? What if I lose all my money? What if, you know, my relationship ends because I start being more myself? What if, what if, what if, right? And so it's also about removing that interference so that you can send that very clear signal out to the universe. Because what happens a lot in manifestation is people say, oh, I did it and it didn't, I did my vision board and I did this thing and it didn't work. Well, it didn't work because your energy signature wasn't clear enough. And when you can get to the source of that, when you can really be clear, then those things will manifest. And the other thing I love to do is just experience the thing as much as possible in my life now. So when we were planning this move to Bournemouth and I just knew it would happen, I knew it would happen. And there were all sorts of obstacles in the way, including a court order saying I couldn't move, by the way. There were so many obstacles in the way. And yet I just felt it. I just knew intuitively. And there was no logical reason for moving here. But I just knew intuitively that was the thing to do. And it would open up all sorts of things for us. So we lived in West Sussex at the time. And we would go to the beach. And we'd just hang out on the beach. And we would live our future beach lifestyle, right? So when you create the energy of it, when you start to take those steps, when you create it now in your field, and it just makes you even more excited about it. And excitement and passion and love are the highest vibrating emotions. That's where we create from. 
So the other thing I want to say is, is that I think sometimes when we want to create something, we get all serious about it and we get all like, oh, it must come. Why hasn't it arrived yet? Oh my God. And it's not about that. It's about being playful. It's about having fun with it. It's about getting in that childish mode of like, what if I could have that tomorrow? What if I could live right by the beach? What if I could only work with clients who I absolutely adored and I couldn't wait to get on the phone with? What if I could run my business virtually? What if I could have an amazing life, family life, and also have an incredible business and not burn myself out and work a million hours a week? So have a play with it. Don't take it too seriously. Just allow it to flow. So I'm going to leave you with an inquiry today just to say that if you were truly the creator of your reality, what would you do? What would be possible for you? What would you let go of? What would you do differently in your life if you knew honestly that and 100% that you were the creator of your reality and that anything was possible for you? What would you do? Makes me emotional. So as ever, if you're listening to this and you go, oh my Lord, I know that my friend up the road or my colleague or my co-founder or somebody else I'm inspired by would love this message, then please do share this podcast with just one other person because I'm on a bigger mission here, a bigger movement to really, for us all to live and work in different ways, for us to live conscious, connected lives. And that's my intention with this podcast. So the more of us that claim this space, the more we get the word out, the more we make people see that there's another way of living life that's so much more fun and energizing and amazing, the faster the whole of humanity shifts. And that's down to you and me and us all to create that energetic shift. Thank you for listening to the Visionary Founders Podcast with Lisa Mitchell. If you're a visionary founder and you're ready to up-level yourself and your business, connect with me at lisamitchell.co.uk forward slash connect.